If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 14. And if you would, let's stand across the building this morning for the reading of the Word. If you're there, say amen. If you're not, it's on the screen. So say amen. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he set, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up the mountain by himself and prayed. Now when evening came, he was all alone there, but the boat was in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm going through some hard times or I'm, I'm facing some battles, all I need to hear is the Lord speak to me, Be of good cheer, it is I. Don't be afraid. You see, there's just something about His voice that calms everything. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to Jesus. But when he saw the winds was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And whenever they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and they worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. If you would, just for a moment, I want to preach on a thought that the Lord gave me. Getting out of your comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone. If you would, stretch your hands toward heaven and pray for me and pray with me today. Dear God, our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you today and we praise you. God, we thank you for everything that you mean to us, Lord. We thank you for just being God. God, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would come down through heaven, Lord. And God, that you would just send down your Holy Ghost anointing, that you would saturate us with the freshness of your anointing, Lord. God, don't let us leave the same way that we come in. But God, we ask you that you would change our lives this morning, Lord. God, let us grow closer to you more now than ever, Lord. And God, we love you. We praise you for everything in advance that you're going to do in this place. In Jesus' name. And everybody says... Amen. You can be seated. Whenever I was studying about stepping outside of our, our comfort zone, I, I started thinking a whole lot about, uh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. I don't want to be in the same place that I've always been. And when Mitchell Toe was preaching last week, one of the things that, that he started preaching on, and I thought I was going to preach out of uh, Psalms chapter 40, but the Lord checked me and he said, Dwight, he said, too many people are in the same place that we've always been. We're so idled as a church, and I believe that God wants us to go deeper than what we've ever been. God is challenging us to step outside of our comfort zone. And whenever I started looking at, at, at our comfort zones and stuff like that, I come across uh, there was a king that got these two falcons, and he was in love with these two falcons. And one of the things that he said, he said he, he went out and he got the best handler, and he said, I, I want... I want these falcons to be taken care of. I want them to be the very best. I want to see them soar. I want to see everything that they can do. 
So he went back a couple weeks later, and one of the falcons was soaring. It was just gorgeous, but one of them was still on its perch. And they couldn't figure out how to get this bird off its perch to be able to do what it's supposed to do. So he went and he hired all kinds of different kind of helpers to figure it out. Well, finally one man come and, and he, uh, he, he done what he was going to do and the king come back and both falcons were flying everywhere. And he said, he looked at the farmer and he looked at Poppy and he said, how did you do that? He said, I simply cut the perch. You see, sometimes I believe that that's what God is wanting to do in our lives is sometimes we sit so still where we've always been because we always feel so comfortable in the places that we are that sometimes God has to move us outside of our comfort zone. Sometimes we've got to get ourselves to a place that we can get closer to God. And the only way that we can get closer is if we step outside of what we feel comfortable in. You see, I could picture right now that it was the fourth hour of the night and, and the wind was blowing and, and I say it was getting crazy and all the winds was thrashing against the boat. We see that it's 4 a.m. And, and, you know, the, it, it was just brutal. And I, I don't know about you, but me and storms, we don't get along too good. Now, I know that Dennis and, and Karen and, and John and Pastor Sean and them right now, they're on a boat somewhere and, and he's probably getting sunburnt and I hope he's having a good time. But the thing about it is, is I don't know about you, but whenever the storms would come, I, I would probably get right down in the middle of the boat. You see, that stuff would kind of blow me away. And, and you know what? In addition to all that, they thought that they seen a ghost. Now, if I would have been on the boat, I probably wouldn't have seen Jesus as a ghost because I, I would have probably been holding on to something inside of the boat. Amen? But you know what? Some... some where they were at at that time, they were too far to be able to turn around. And I'm going to tell you something. I believe that that's where a whole lot of people are in the church right now is we seem like that we're caught in the middle. We're, we, we seem like that God is so far away, but yet what do you got to go back to in your past? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. There's too much sin. Listen, I'm telling you, the world will always take you back. But God is challenging each and every one of us to step outside of our comfort zone because he wants to do something great in and through each and every one of us. So he's saying, why turn around? Why go back? You see, the world, you know, what, what my question to you this morning is, what would you have done? Would you have stepped outside of that boat? Now, my spiritual man says, yeah, I would have stepped out, but I'm going to tell you something. In, in reality, I would have probably been stuck right in the middle of that boat saying, hey, this old boy ain't going nowhere. This 260 pounds is going to hold the boat down. But Peter did. Peter was the one who was always, he was, he, Peter was the one that you can read throughout the Bible that was always willing to just take a leap of faith. He was just always ready to, to jump out and, and to get into something. He was the one that was always willing to open his mouth and insert his foot inside of it. Uh, anybody ever been like that before? You see, he was always the one that was willing. He was cutting off somebody's ear. And you see, that's who he truly was. He was somebody that would always act on impulse. But how many of you would say that you know what truly today that you would be willing to step outside of that boat? To get outside of your comfort zone. How many of you would say, you know what, I would have sat right down there. You see, that's what I've already told you. That's what I would have done. I would have sat down right in the middle of the boat. But you see, right in the middle of the boat, that's what's keeping us from our destiny with Christ. You see, most of us, we, that's the way that we want to live our life. You see, we don't want to live... We don't want anything, but we want to stay in the very middle of our comfort zones. You see, comfort zone is where our safety is. It's where we feel secure. You see, I don't know about you, but whenever I go home, I, I can kick my shoes off in a certain area. I sit in a chair that's not darless because she'll have me get up. And, uh, but the thing about it is, I, I feel comfortable 
in my surroundings. I feel safe. You see, when, when something starts going astray a little bit, I, I feel comfortable in the places that I know that I'm at. But God is saying, I want to take you somewhere, but the only place that I can take you, you've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to step out. You've got to be willing to let me challenge you to take you somewhere that you've never been before. But you see, we like our comfort because it's predictable. You see, whenever you go to my house, if I get a little bit of time, which I have no time right now, but if we get a little bit of time and, I, and you're at my house right now, you, we'll sit down and if I turn on the TV, I'm watching Diesel Brothers. Now, we're building bad trucks right there, even though I can't afford diesel gas. But listen, it, that's what's on because that's what is predictable right now in my life. You see, we, we can count on it when, when uncertain times hit. We can count on on being in our comfort zone. Maybe you, you may be like me. My comfort zone a lot of times would be my wife and my family. You see, when things start to happen, I, I, I want to I wanna make sure that, you know, whenever they're okay, that I'm okay. So Because that's just the way that we are. We, we like predictability. You see, our comfort zones but can sometimes can become fearful. Whenever we start realizing, am I going to make the right decision? What, what am I going to do throughout my life? Am I going to step up? Am I going to be who God's called me to be? Sometimes uncertainty things will start to shake up our comfort zone just a little bit. Instead of us stepping outside of our comfort zone, we decide that we want to sit down right in the middle of the boat and we let our fears paralyze us from moving toward our blessings in God. How many times have we come into church and, and we felt the anointing of God fall in the house, but yet we missed a move of God because we wouldn't step out, because we want to sit back in our pews, because we want to just sit back and watch somebody else do something for us. But God is saying, if you'll step out, if you'll just lift your hands during worship, I can bless you. If you'll step out just a little bit, if you'll open your mouth, I can bless it a little bit. Maybe it's you coming down front and saying, you know what, God, I'm just going to be willing to step outside of my comfort zone a little bit because I need a touch from you. You see, the reason why we keep getting the same results that we've always got is because we keep giving Him the same praise that we've always given Him. We give Him the same worship that we gave Him last week, and God's saying, I want something new this morning. Hey man, come on now, I need some help a little bit in the house this morning. But you see, I, I, I come across the story about Ralph, and, and he heard he was head over heels in trouble. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever been in trouble, I'm not even going there, but he was head over heels in trouble, and he was doing very little to help himself, and a friend advised Ralph, he said, you've got two hands, why don't you do something? Ralph implied, he said, I am, he said, I'm ringing them. You see, there's too many times that's what we're doing in the church. Is we're coming in and we're sitting on the presence of God instead of enjoying and walking into the presence of God. God wants us to go to a place that only He can take us. But we got to be willing to first take that step. You see, I don't know about you, but our comfort zone says that I, I would dare to say that most of you, if you're not sitting in the same seat that you sit in every Sunday, you're pretty close to it, or somebody may be sitting in them. Listen, don't give them the stink eye. It's all right. Listen, they didn't know that was your seat. I'm going to tell you something. You sit in our seat. We're... All right, we're, we're good, though. But the thing about it is, is there's security in our comfort zone. You see, we, we, we want that very thing. You see, 
I, I, I know that whenever I, I look at these scriptures and I look at them a little different than what I've always heard them because I, I truly believe that moving with God beyond our comfort zone, I believe that things can change in our lives. But you see, let's see what we can learn from these scriptures this morning that can make us confident in our Christian walk this morning. You see, I truly believe that your comfort zone is an enemy of your future. You say, that's crazy. But your comfort zone will hinder you from getting to your future. You see, the enemy wants you to stay safely inside of your comfort zone. The enemy doesn't care if you come to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and you sit in your pew as long as you don't put forth effort in worship. The enemy doesn't care if you come in and you clap your hands, but he doesn't want you to step out. He don't want you to say, you know what, I want more of you, God. I want something that I've never had before. I want a closer relationship with you. You see, it doesn't bother the enemy for us to come to church as long as we don't apply what he wants to do in our lives. You see, I, I, I believe that when it, whenever the enemy uses it against your future, you see, it hinders, it hinders your success. It's a stumbling block to your destiny. The reason why you can't get to where God wants to take you is because you're still sitting in the same place that you've always sat. You want to know why it's hindering you from being able to be the man or the woman of God that God's called you to be? It's because you're sitting in the same place that you've always sat. And you're giving him the same worship that you've always given him. And he says, I want something new and fresh this morning. You see, to get out of your comfort zone, you must realize, you know what? I've I, I got to realize, why am I where I am right now? You see, we can't be comfortable in God and be able to be predicting where he wants to take us because I'm, it's not about where we want to go. It's about where he wants to take us. We need to let go of the habits that are holding us back, of the things that are holding us back. If you don't face your fears, they will keep growing. Now, I don't know about you, but I said this morning, I, when I was younger, I, I was probably about Emerson's age. I was probably eight or nine. I watched a, I watched a scary movie, and uh, listen, before I would go to bed, I'd be across the room going, looking underneath my bed thinking maybe Freddy Krueger may be under there. <laughs> Listen, that dude wasn't getting me. I made sure he wasn't there. And then I would run and I'd jump in the bed. Anybody ever do that? Just me. But that's the kind of things that I would do because as, as I was sitting there, and even in our walk with God, the enemy will try to tell us things that you're not smart enough. He'll tell you, you're not pretty enough. He'll say, you're not educated enough. He'll say, listen, you graduated in the lower 50 percentile in your class. Who makes you think that you can get up and preach? You see, that's what the enemy will start telling me. And then if I start letting it grow, then it'll become bigger and it'll become bigger. And the next thing you know, it'll have me so beaten down that I can't do anything for the gospel. The enemy's a liar. Hey, man, we need to quit worrying about our fears and say, you know what, God, it's about what you want to do. You see, it's because we become more concerned about what others think about us than what God thinks about us. You see, we're more worried about being dignified in the church, and God is saying, I want you to give me an undignified worship this morning. I want you to just forget about everything that's going on because I promise you, you'll go back outside of these four doors and all hell still is going to be breaking loose. But in here, right now, we can just get alone and say, you know what, God, I want you to move in our situation in our lives. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. 
You see, in Mark chapter 7, verse number 8 through 10 says, I have let go the commandments of God and holding on to the traditions of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of setting aside the commandments of God in order to observe your own traditions. You see, that's what's going on in our churches today. That's what's going on in a whole lot of our lives today. Is we're not we're 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 too caught up in our traditions instead of his traditions. You see, we're we're more worried about what we got on. We're more worried about what, what where we're going to eat afterwards instead of saying, you know what, God, what do you want to do in our lives today? I want to step out. I want to do something for you. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm talking about getting outside of our comfort zone this morning. Trying something new, forgetting about the past. Yeah, I, I want to be, anybody ever watched Star Trek before? Yeah, one of the things that they would say on Star Trek that, that they were going where no man has ever gone before, that's where I want to go. That's where we need to want, that's where we should want to go. I want to go somewhere that, that God, only God can take me. I, I, want to, I want to step outside of my comfort zone. Hey, I, am I nervous? Am I, am I afraid of what may be going on, uh, uh, the storms that's facing around me? But I know that right now, if I can step out, I know that it'll pay off in the long run. You say, I need, if you need a touch from God, you can't get it if you stay in your comfort zone, but it's going to take you pressing forward just a little bit. You see, it's, it's time that, that we forget about this mentality that that's the way that it's always been. That's the way the church always has to be. That's the way that we've always done it, and that's the way that it's got to be. When God is saying, you know what, that's what they say whenever a church is dying is that's the way that we've always done it. Why wouldn't we not want to change things up? Why would we not want to become desperate? Why would we not want to say, you know what, I want to get everything. I want my blessing. I'm sick and tired of going to church and missing what God has in store for me because I've sat back and I've missed another move of God. If you limit your future because of your past, that, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to, he wants to limit your future because he wants you always looking back at your past. You will never fulfill the promises of God by looking back at your past. God will never bring up your past. It's only you and the enemy that brings up your own past. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 19 says, For I am about to do something new. I don't know, that's like I told them in the first service this morning. That's for somebody that's in this building tonight, today. I believe that God wants to do something new in somebody's life. And he went on to say this. He said, see, I have already began. He's already done it before you ever even knew it. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create a river in a dry wasteland. Listen, you can't see the trees because of the forest, but I'm going to tell you something. He's going to do something new, and he's going to create a way where there seemeth to be no way. It's just whenever you step outside of your comfort zone. God can do something new as long as you stay. God can't do something new as long as we stay where we've always been. But maybe you need some new people in your foxhole. How many knows you can't just tell anybody your dream? Hey, man, sometimes you can't just, listen, I don't care if they are your best friend. Sometimes we, we've got dream killers that, that, that we hang out with sometimes. You see, maybe you need to get some new friends in your foxholes. You see, I, I, I want to break out uh, of my comfort zone, but, you know, it's important to know who's going to battle with you just a little bit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, says, Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. We don't need anybody holding us back anymore. Hey, man, it's time that we, we allow God to just take, up all, take off all the limits. Now, I'm getting ready to call my 18th year of high school football, and, uh, and I know that uh, 
Sometimes we, we've had, we have a lot of holding calls a lot. You can't hold in, in football. But you know what? That's what the devil's doing within the church right now is he's holding God's people from walking in their destiny. If you want to walk in your destiny, listen, you got to break loose of some things. You see, I, Jesus in our comfort zone, what happens to our comfort zone when Jesus gets into it? You see, Scripture shows that, that it was disturbing to the disciples whenever they were in the boat. They were already experiencing winds and waves. They were already thinking that they seen a ghost. And sometimes the Lord will send some waves and He'll send some things to get our attention just a little bit. And I'm going to tell you, I believe that that's what the Lord's doing today is He's trying to send some winds. He's trying to send some things in our lives because He don't want us to be in the same place that we've always been. He wants us to get outside of our comfort zones. You see, sometimes uh, we, we live our lives no longer calm like they used to be. Whenever we're in our comfort zone, some, things, some, some calmness may not be the way that it's always been. Some things happen like, I don't know about you, but the last 16 months of my life has it's been turned upside down about 16 months ago. You see, sometimes things will begin to happen whenever your jobs, you'll have layoffs, you'll have cutbacks, you'll, you'll lose your job, or, or you'll have some kind of loss. But sometimes we face problems that cause our comfort zone to be disrupted in many ways. You see, God's got a plan for each and every one of these. And at that time, we, we, when our comfort zones are disrupted and they're messed up, and we start to make a decision, it completely disrupts some things, and then we'll start thinking, if I step out, will I lose the friends that I have? What will my family begin to think about me? What is everybody going to say about me? Are they going to start talking about me? Are they going to start calling me a holy roller? Are they going to start doing this? Are they going to start saying these kind of things? You see, if I step out and he asks me to do something that I can't do, what am I going to do? If I step out and I start paying my tithes, but I, I can't have enough money at the end of the month to be able to pay my bills? What if I step out and, and change jobs or, or change the way that I'm thinking and, and it doesn't work out the way that I think it should? Amen. I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't want us to be in the same place that we've always been. When He walks into our lives... There's, it may be more disturbing. It may be more unsettling than what it's ever been before. But he's wanting to unsettle us because he wants a closer relationship with us. We need a closer relationship. We can't be the same way that we've always been. If it was for the, the we see that the disciples, they were in the boat at 4 a.m. And the scriptures say that they were not only afraid, but they were terrified. You see, Jesus immediately said these three things. He said, take courage. It is I don't be afraid. If there's one thing, there's one thing to be able to hear those words, but it's another thing when you apply those words. You see, we believe that God can move for everybody else but us. We believe that God can heal, deliver, set free, and break every captive and break every bondage for everybody else's family, but when it comes for us, it's just words. God is saying, you know what, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same things, the same healing that he did back then, he's still doing today if we'll just step outside of our comfort zone. It's one thing to hear him, but it's another thing to believe him. You see, moving outside of your comfort zone, it's hard to do because we're not 100% certain that it's the voice of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you more now than ever, I don't know if you ever listen to that GPS lady or anybody, if you ever do that, she'll say, turn right or something like that. And, and I'm terrible at that. I'll pass the road and it'll say rerouting. I'm thinking, holy Lord, Darla tells me like way up here, right here. 
But whenever I listen to the GPS, she'll, she'll, sometimes I, I'll listen to her. But you know what? Sometimes we, we listen to other voices besides his voice. And I'm going to tell you what's sad about it today, not only in our spirit-filled churches and the churches across corporate America, it's because we don't know the voice of God. We think just by simply coming to church that that's enough when God is saying, you know what, I want us to get to a place where you know. He said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. We need to know the voice. You see, Peter spoke up and he said, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come and walk on the water. And Peter had, he had a mixture of faith both here, and he, but he was doubting because he said the word if. And you know, how many times do we say, God, if you'll do this for me, then I'll do this for you. God, if, if you show up and you do this, that, and this, then, then I'll do this. You see, so many times we make so many fleeces with God because we're not fully confident that he can do exactly what he said that he could do. Jesus knew that Peter didn't, he didn't have the strongest faith at this time, but he had enough faith to be able to step out of the boat. He had enough faith that, you know what, he gave Peter the green light. He said it was good to go. He said that, you know what, it was okay to step outside of your comfort zone and walk toward him just a little bit. You see, this was not just, just for, for, it wasn't a thoughtless uh, reaction that Peter had. It wasn't impulsive. But you know what? It was planned. It was a move that Peter had thought out. It was a move that because he wanted to go closer to Jesus. You see, he could have sat on the boat and been like everybody else and done what everybody else did. But you know what? I believe God's calling a church. I believe God's calling some people that says, you know what? I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be different. I want a closer walk. Sometimes we, we, we get a, exactly, you know, we ask the Lord what he wants to do in and through our lives, and, 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 and we find out that he won't move or, or we, because we're caught up in our comfort zone, and we feel like that, you know what, whenever he says come, but if we don't, then we start thinking, you know, what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? What if I begin to sink? But I'm going to tell you something. When Jesus says to come, listen, it's going to work out. You see, and the second thing that I want to talk about tonight, today, this morning, is taking the big gulp and going. When you already know what God's called you to do, and sometimes you just have to take a big gulp and you have to step out and do it. Now, what are you saying, Dwight, whenever you're talking about taking a gulp? or it's Anybody, I, I don't know about you, but when I drink something, I can't just sip on it, but I have to gulp it down. And I believe that that's what, that's what this is right here. And I believe before I got up this morning, I had to take a big gulp and say, okay, i got to get this out. i got to speak this morning. And, I, God, I need you to show up, and I need you to do something awesome in my life this morning. But taking a big gulp in your faith and going, I believe that that's where some of us are at this morning. You know what God's called you to do. I believe that there's people that's in here that you've got a calling on your life, but yet you're sitting in the boat because you won't take a big gulp and step out just a little bit. I believe that there's musicians in here. I believe that there's singers. I believe that there's preachers in here, and, and, and you want to just do something for God, but you won't take, it, you won't take the opportunity to step out because you won't take a big gulp and go. You see, sometimes you may need a push to get you out of your comfort zone or to get you out of the boat. Otherwise, you'll never take that first step. You see, I think Peter had to take a big gulp and say, you know what, Bubba, here I go. I'm going to sink or swim this morning. You see, even whenever he took the first step, he still wasn't 100% sure how things were going to work out. But you know what? He was all right. You see, Scripture shows that whenever he got his eyes off Jesus, that he began to sink, but he never began to drown. Jesus was right there to pull him up. 
You see, it's time for you to find out what God's trying to get you to do, trying to tell each and every one of you to do, and then be willing to step out and obey it. You see, he may be saying, just wait right now until I speak. You see, waiting is one of the hardest things that we'll ever do. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they should soar on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. But in, the, but in Peter's case, it was time to go up, up, and go. And there, that's what he did. You see, and the last thing that I want to speak to you this morning on is finding out what God wants and then moving toward Him this morning. You see, I come across a story that says, many of us need to be more like this little girl right here and the farmer found in the meadows. And the farmer said to her, do not cry for I'll take you home. And the little child snuggled up to him with a smile and she knew that he was, she said, I knew I was waiting for you. He said, waiting for me? Said the man, what, what do you mean you was waiting for me to come? I was praying that you would. And she said, he said, praying. He said, whenever I first met you, I first heard you, you were praying A, B, C, D, E, F, G. What was that for? She looked up him, she, she looked up and said to him, the little girl did, I was praying the letters of the alphabet and letting them, letting God put them together the way that they should be. He knows that he knows that I was lost and he knows how to put them back together better than I do. You see, I'm going to tell you something this morning. I wish we would get to a place where we would say, you know what, I've tried to fix my life enough. Now it's time for me to just go ahead and throw my hands up and say, God, you do it. You know what's better for me. And I truly believe that whenever Peter said, whenever Jesus told Peter to come and he heard the word clearly, that he didn't hesitate. I wish we would get to a place that we would say, you know what, God, I'm desperate for a move from you. He had enough faith that he first would, he, he didn't care what everybody else thought. He didn't care what was going on. He didn't even see the total picture, but he was willing to step out. There's a whole lot of people that's in here that, that we hear the Word of God, we hear all kinds of things, but we're still sitting in our boat. In John chapter 7, verse 37, says, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whosoever believes in me in the Scripture has seen, that said, streams of living water will flow out of them with him in me. Jesus saying to each one of us, come. Why do you keep sitting in the boat this morning? Why do you keep struggling? Why do you keep feeling like your prayers are getting no further than the top of this roof? Because we're too busy sitting inside of our comfort zone. You see, a lot of us are still struggling because we're staying in the boat this morning. Quit hesitating and take the first step. Some of you may be concerned about all the things that are going on and you have no, no control over what's going on. And by us being controlled over those kind of circumstances, we come to church day in and day out and we robbed of our joy, of our peace, of our shout, and our victory. Have you ever been in a storm where we need to just step out like we have right now? Maybe you can't, maybe you can't see because you barely can't keep your head above water this morning. If you would, you can come to the music. Jesus already said, come. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said to us, come. To me, all you are weary and burdened, for I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is saying to each and every one of us this morning, would you come? He's saying to each and every one of us, are you tired of being where you've always been? If you want a closer relationship with him, listen, it's about stepping out 
and saying, God, I'm going to believe and I'm taking full control in you. You see, when Jesus comes into your comfort zone, it will be disturbing. It's going to make us a little bit uncomfortable, but I believe that that's what he wants to do in our lives. He wants to make us uncomfortable. You see, it will start to stretch our faith, and I believe that we'll begin to grow whenever we start to step outside of our comfort zone. Sometimes you just have to take a big gulp and say, you know what, I'm going for it all. And I believe that some of you, that's what you need to do this morning because he said, come, then we need to go. And I believe that this morning that by us simply just taking a chance, and listen, whenever you're taking a chance, you're not even taking a chance with God. If you want a deeper walk with him, you got to be willing to step out. You want to know why you're always getting the same thing that you're always getting? It's because you're always doing the same thing that you've always done. It's time to do something different. It's time to step out and go for it. If you would, let's stand across the building this morning. Bow your heads. Dear God, we thank you and we praise you for everything that you mean to us. God, we thank you for just being God, Lord. And God, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would just, that you see our hearts, Lord. God, we ask you that you would just let us step outside of our comfort zone and be the men and women that you called us to be more now than ever. Draw us closer to you. Give us a closer walk with you, Lord. God, don't let us be the same person that we were last week, last month, last year. But God, elevate us this morning. If you're here this morning, you're lost, you're backslidden, you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Listen, you're the most important person in the boat because you need to get out. And you need to give your heart to Jesus this morning. Maybe you're here this morning you say, you know what, I want a closer relationship with Jesus. I want a closer walk. I need a miracle. I need God to move in a situation in my life. The winds are beating around you. They're, the storms are bad. All he's saying, he's saying, come. Step outside of your comfort zone and I'll meet you.